I want to talk to you tonight about the promise is coming. We all have things we're believing for. Dreams God put in our heart. Problems to turn around. But when it's been so long, we've made mistakes. People have come against us. All the circumstances say, if it was going to happen, it would have happened by now. It's easy to get discouraged and, 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 not, and accept that it's never going to work out. But what God promised you doesn't have an expiration date. Just because you've given up doesn't mean that God has given up. You may have done things that should keep your dreams from coming to pass. You got off course. You don't deserve it. But God is so merciful, He's already taken your mistakes into account. You may have delayed it from happening, but you haven't denied it from happening. The promise is still coming. God is saying, despite your mistakes, despite the failures, despite the delays, I'm still going to bless you. I'm still going to heal you. I'm still going to bring that dream to pass. But too often, we disqualify ourselves. We think it would have happened if I'd have made better choices, if I'd have finished school, if I'd not gotten involved with the wrong crowd, if I'd not wasted years compromising, then God would bless me. Then he would open these new doors. That would be true if God was like us, if he judged us based on our performance and gave us what we deserve. But God is not like people. He is full of mercy. He doesn't hold our mistakes against us. He doesn't cancel our destiny because we got off course. He already knew every wrong turn we would take, every mistake we would make, every weakness, every failure. Nothing you've done is a surprise to God. Nothing that's happened to you has caught him off guard. And the good news is God has mercy for every mistake, restoration for every failure, new beginnings for every loss, a comeback for every setback. What he's promised you is still on the way. You didn't miss your chance. You hadn't failed too many times. That disappointment didn't stop God's plan. He's still going to show you favor. It may seem unlikely. The medical report says you're not going to get well. Learn to live with it. It'll never change. God says healing is coming. Wholeness is coming. I will restore health back into you. You may not see how you could ever get out of debt. Nobody in your family has excelled. You can be the first. God is saying increase is coming. What you touch will prosper and succeed. You will lend and not borrow. Well, Joel, I'm the one that got me into this mess. It's my own fault. God is the one that's going to bring you out of the mess. Quit believing the lies that the problem's too big. It's too late. You've made too many mistakes. God is called the author and the finisher of your faith. What he started, he's going to finish. The delay doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Your mistakes haven't caused God to change his mind. The circumstances may look impossible, but God hasn't run out of options. You may not see a way. That's because we're natural. God is supernatural. He has ways we've never thought of. He's not limited by your job, by your salary, by a medical report, by what you didn't get. One touch of his favor will catapult you to the next level. One good break and what he promised you will come to pass. 
Instead of thinking of all the reasons why it's not going to work out, all through the day, Father, thank you that what you promised me is on the way. Thank you that healing is on the way. Thank you that promotion is on the way. Thank you that the right people, breakthroughs, freedom, new levels are headed my way. In the scripture, God told Abraham that he and his wife, Sarah, were going to have a baby. Abraham was 75 years old. Sarah was 65. They had been married for many years and not had any children. This seemed impossible. They were way too old. But sometimes God will put promises in your heart that don't make sense to your mind. He'll put bigger things in your spirit than you can accomplish on your own. The key is to let the seed take root. You don't have to figure out how it's going to happen. All you have to do is believe. Well, years went by and there was no sign of a baby. So they tried to help God out. Sarah told Abraham to sleep with her maid, Hagar. They had a son that they named Ishmael, but he was not the promised child. That's what the scripture calls works of the flesh. When we try to make things happen in our own strength, in our own timing. They loved Ishmael, but he was a constant source of conflict. Sarah got mad at Abraham for sleeping with Hagar, even though it was her idea. That brought strife and confusion. She finally gave Abraham an ultimatum. Either that lady's leaving or I'm leaving, but I'm not staying here with Hagar and her son. Abraham was torn. He loved Ishmael. Hagar hadn't done anything wrong, but he didn't have much of a choice. He had to send them both off into the desert. It's a big mess, all kinds of dysfunction. For 13 years, God was silent. Abraham didn't hear anything. I'm sure thoughts told him, Abraham, you blew it. You made a big mess. You had a baby with another woman. Now it's never going to happen. But the silence doesn't mean that God has given up. You may have delayed it, but you didn't deny it. God hasn't changed his mind. Will you trust him in the seasons of silence? When every voice says it's never going to happen, It's your fault. You blew it. You may not see anything happening, but God is still working. What he promised you is still on the way. After 13 years of silence, when Abraham was 99, Genesis 17 says, God said to Abraham, I am the Lord God Almighty. You will become the father of many nations. After all his mistakes, his failures, the dysfunction, The first thing God said was, you're going to become a father. He reminded him of the promise. He was saying, Abraham, even though you made the mess, even though you blew it, that didn't stop my plan. I didn't change my mind. I'm still going to do what I said. You would think the first thing God would say was, Abraham, I'm disappointed in you. What were you thinking? I'm going to find somebody else to fulfill your destiny but God never gives up on you. He never disqualifies you. Now quit disqualifying yourself. You blew it, join the crowd. We all have. You made a big mess, come on in. You're in good company. The enemy is called the accuser of the brethren. He'll remind you of everything you've done wrong, all your mistakes. He'd love for you to go through life down on yourself. 
no passion, no expectancy, no dreams, don't fall into that trap. At 90 years old, Sarah conceived and gave birth to a son. They named him Isaac. He was the promised child. The scripture says it happened at the exact time God said it would. That tells me God already knew they were going to make those mistakes. He already knew they would be impatient, have that first son, get into strife. Isaac was born right on schedule, right when God had it planned. Are you believing lies that you've missed your chance? That if you'd made better choices, if you'd been more disciplined, not hung around those people that pulled you down, God already knew about it. What he's promised you is right on schedule. You didn't miss it, it's still in your future. I talked to an older gentleman. He had struggled with drugs and alcohol most of his life. He was raised in a good home with a single parent mom, but they were in a rough environment. He got involved with the wrong crowd. He'd gone to rehab again and again over the years. It would help for a little while, but he would always fall back. His own thoughts not only told him how bad he was, but people around him were constantly putting him down, making him feel like a failure. He was so down on himself, he didn't want to live. He turned the television on and started watching our program. He said, Joel, everybody told me how bad I was, how I was a failure, how I hadn't made anything out of my life, but you were the first one to tell me how good I was, how I was made in the image of God. When he heard me say, you are a child of the Most High God, something came alive on the inside. He didn't have anybody to speak faith over him, tell him who he was. He got down on his knees. He said, God, I've made a mess of my life. I've tried to clean up on my own, but I can't do this by myself. Please, God, help me to change. From that moment forward, he never had a desire for the alcohol. He never touched the drugs again. Today, he works in the prisons, encouraging the inmates that they too are a child of the Most High God. Now, you may have failed, but you're not a failure. Failure is an event. It's not who you are. You may have an addiction, but you are not an addict. That's what you struggle with. That's not who you are. What you do may not always be good, but you are good. The creator of the universe breathed his life into you. Like this man, you may have gotten off course. You may have brought the trouble on yourself, but God is saying, I'm still going to bless you. I'm still going to free you. I'm still going to use you to help others. You're still going to fulfill your destiny. Jesus said in Matthew 5, the message translation, you're blessed when you're at the end of your rope. With less of you, there's more of God and his rule. That means his favor, his freedom, his healing. Abraham was at the end of his rope. No way in the natural, but God showed up and gave him a baby. This man was at the end of his rope, addicted for years, but God showed up and brought him freedom. You may be in a situation that, you know, doesn't look good in your health, your finances, a business. It looks like it's the end. You don't see how it could work out. Have a new perspective. When you're at the end, really, it's a blessing in disguise. You're in prime position for God to show out in your life. 
And God is saying to you what he said to Abraham, I am the Lord God Almighty. What I promised you is still on the way. Those dreams you've given up on, they're on the way. That healing you're praying about, it's on the way. That baby you're believing for, it's on the way. Instead of going around discouraged, down on yourself, turn it around. Father, I want to thank you that you're the almighty God, that your mercy is bigger than my mistakes. You're greater than this addiction, more powerful than this sickness. I may not see anything happening right now. I may be in a season of silence, but I know you're working behind the scenes. What you promised me is right on schedule. Think about Abraham. At 99, he didn't have the seed for a baby. Even if Sarah could conceive, even if somehow her, her womb became fertile, without the seed, it wouldn't happen. He could have thought, God, I could believe we could have a baby if I had the seed, but the problem is I'm lacking. I don't have what I need. You may feel like you're lacking in some area, lacking talent, lacking finances, lacking experience. God knows what you don't have. He knows what's not in your bank account. He knows who's not for you. He knows what the medical report says. The good news is God is going to make up for what you don't have. He's going to give you the seed. That's what he did for Abraham. Little Isaac was born. 42 generations later, a young virgin named Mary gave birth to Jesus. Galatians refers to Jesus as the seed of Abraham. But what's interesting is God could have caused Abraham to have a baby when he was younger, when he had the natural ability, but he waited till he didn't have the seed. And sometimes on purpose, God will let you run out of what you need so you'll have to depend on him. Where your only option is, God, if you don't do this, it's not gonna happen. If you don't turn my child around, if you don't open this door, if you don't heal my body, then I'm done. That's what Jesus says. When you come to the end of your ability, then there's more room for God's favor. There's room for God to show out. And if Abraham were here tonight, he would tell you, don't let the circumstances fool you. Don't let what you don't have talk you out of it. Don't let your mistakes, the failures, the delays, the seasons of silence convince you that it's never going to happen. The Lord God Almighty is about to do for you what he did for Abraham. He's going to bless you in spite of your mistakes. He's going to promote you in spite of the odds being against you. He's going to make things happen that you didn't deserve. You didn't work for it. You didn't earn it. It's just the goodness of God. Years ago, this biz business venture came across my path. It seemed like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I was so excited. I didn't have to pray about it. I didn't have to think twice. I just said yes. But as we were researching it, going along, talking with more of the experts, there were several red flags and things that didn't pan out. But I was so set on it happening my way, I didn't pay attention, I just ignored it. We signed a contract, got it up and going, but it wasn't what I thought. It didn't take off the way we had planned. There were restrictions and limitations that we didn't realize. It was a constant struggle, a burden financially. We didn't know how it was going to turn out. I was over my head, I had this huge obligation, and I had no one to blame except myself. 
I knew God put big things in my heart, but like Abraham, I was impatient. I tried to make it happen in my own strength. The psalmist said the Israelites did not wait for God's plan to unfold. It's easy to get in a hurry, try to force doors to open, try to manipulate people. If you push hard enough, sometimes God will let you open a door that he hasn't ordained. He'll let you go down a road that's not his best path. I'm all for taking risks and getting out of our comfort zones, but it's important to stay in God's timing. Listen to that still small voice on the inside. That opportunity may be right for you, but if there's an unrest, it may just be, it's not the right time. Abraham knew God promised him a baby, but when it didn't happen on his timetable as fast as he thought it should, that's when they stepped in and tried to help God out. But this business venture of mine, it never did take off, but here's how amazing God is. Even though I made the mess, even though I overrode what I was feeling, brought the trouble on myself, God supernaturally turned it around. He brought us out of that much better than we went into it. It ended up being a huge blessing. He took that mistake and turned it into a miracle. That's the mercy of God. We don't, when we don't deserve it, when we got off course, God says, I'm still going to bless you. I'm still going to help you. I'm still going to get you to where you're supposed to be. Don't believe those lies that you, you can't accomplish your dreams. Look what you've done. You'll never meet the right person. You'll never get out of debt. You've made too many poor choices. What God promised you is still on the way. You may have delayed it, but you didn't deny it. It's still on the schedule. Start believing again. Start dreaming again. Start making plans for what you've given up on. I met a young couple that had been trying to have a baby for 11 years. They came down front for prayer. and The young lady was weeping and weeping. She wanted a baby so badly, but all the medical reports said that there was no way. She had taken the fertility treatments. They'd done everything they could in the natural with no success. But just uh, the young lady, by the grace of God, she conceived. And just last week, they came back with their beautiful baby daughter to dedicate. Medically speaking, it was impossible but when the Lord God Almighty shows up, what's impossible becomes possible. What he's destined for your life will come to pass. The last time I saw her years before, she was weeping with tears of sadness, so heartbroken. This time, she was weeping with tears of joy, so overwhelmed with God's goodness. You may have shed some tears of sadness over what hasn't worked out, dreams that haven't come to pass, loss or disappointments that you've been through. But like with her, God is going to turn your mourning into dancing. Those tears of sadness into tears of joy. May not have happened yet, but it's not over. God has the final say. The psalmist said, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Your morning is coming. Your baby is coming. Your healing is coming. Your spouse is coming. Your breakthrough is coming. When it happens, it's going to be more rewarding, more fulfilling, better than you've ever imagined. Moses was born into a Hebrew family, but he was raised by Egyptians. As a young man, God gave him a dream that he would deliver the Israelites out of slavery in Egypt. 
One day he saw an Egyptian foreman mistreating a Hebrew slave. He didn't think anybody was watching. He killed the man. He had good intentions, but he got out of God's timing. He didn't wait for the plan to unfold. Well, somebody saw him. Moses had to flee for his life. He spent 40 years on the backside of the desert in hiding. Here he had this calling on his life. He knew what God had promised him, but he blew it. It was his own fault. I'm sure he lived in regrets. There weren't many days that he didn't think about that mistake. Why didn't I use better judgment? Why didn't I keep my cool? It looked like that mistake canceled the promise, but God doesn't change his mind. Our mistakes may delay them, but even then, God uses the delays, the setbacks to develop us, to get us prepared. Nothing is wasted. If you'll keep the right attitude, all things will work for your good. One morning, Moses was out in the desert. Everything seemed normal when suddenly a bush exploded, caught fire, burning there in flames. What made this bush unique is it didn't burn up. Intrigued, Moses walked over to look at it. A voice boomed out. Moses, Moses, take off your sandals. You're standing on holy ground. It had been 40 years since Moses had heard God's voice. A season of silence so long, he thought God had forgotten about him. He had already accepted that he had missed his destiny. But at 80 years old, after his mistakes, after his failures, God showed up and said, all right, Moses, now I'm ready for you to go deliver the Israelites. He went out and did just that. Like Moses, you may have made mistakes, gotten off course. You don't think how you could ever, how you could ever accomplish your dreams. It's been too long, but that silence doesn't mean that God has forgotten about you. In those 40 years, Moses was in the desert. The scripture says he became the most humble man in all the land. God is working on you in the silent years. You may not realize it, but he's getting you prepared. Your time is coming. Your burning bush is on the way. What God started, he's going to finish. Even though it may have been your fault, he's still going to bless you. He's still going to favor you. He's still going to open doors you never dreamed would open. I talked to a gentleman when he, was in, when he was 17 years old, back in the 1960s, his girlfriend became pregnant. Their parents were not happy. They sent him off to the Marine Corps. The young lady and her family moved to another state. While he was in boot camp, she informed him she was giving the baby up for adoption. He went overseas and served in the special forces. He was hoping when he returned home, they'd get back together. But she sent him a note saying that she was moving on, going her separate ways. Fast forward to the year 2009, the man's wife of 24 years had just died from an illness. He was very heartbroken. Three months later, he received a sympathy card in the mail from his former teenage girlfriend. They had not spoken in over 42 years. Her husband had just passed as well. He was able to find her number and call her. They couldn't believe they were talking after all that time. She told him how she had just located their daughter that they had given up for adoption. She lived a few minutes from her. The man went to see the lady. He met his daughter for the first time 
and his 10-year-old grandson, a dream come true. He and the lady started dating. A year later, they were married with their daughter, whom they had given up for adoption as the maid of honor. God knows how to take mistakes we've made and turn them into miracles. It's not too late. You haven't missed your chance. You don't know what God is up to. I'm sure Moses never thought he'd fulfill his destiny. Abraham never thought he'd have a baby in his old age, become a father of many nations. This man never thought he would meet his child one day and see his family restored. But God is full of mercy and full of surprises. There are promises you may have given up on, but God has not given up. They are still in your future. Don't go around down on yourself thinking you've seen your best days. Stir your faith up. The Lord God Almighty is at work in your life right now. Now believe and declare what he's promised you is still on the way. Healing is coming. Promotion is coming. Favor is coming. New levels are coming. The fullness of your destiny in Jesus' name. 